Alert, alert. Calling all AFC East teams. Tom Brady has left. I repeat, Tom Brady has left. Now is your chance to execute vengeance for the last two decades. In all seriousness, this is the first time in a long while that a team not named the Patriots has a chance to win the AFC East. Will someone rise up and claim the throne, or will the Patriots break all their hearts again? Let's talk about it with our AFC East record predictions. Speaking of the team in Boston, the Patriots have had a lot of turnover this offseason. Their biggest loss is Tom Brady. We've already talked about that in previous videos, but they've also lost key contributors on the defense, such as Patrick Chung and Dante Hightower. Despite that, they've upgraded at quarterback and safety. And I may sound crazy saying that, but hear me out. At this point in their careers, Cam Newton is a better fit in New England than Tom Brady is. He's a great close-range passer who is used to having miserable receiving cores. In addition, his mobility is something Tom Brady never brought to the table. He is going to be able to elude sacks and extend plays on the ground with his legs. And as for safety, the Patriots drafted the most physically gifted prospect we may have ever seen in the position. Kyle Duggar is the real deal and may wind up as the best D2 football player we've ever seen. He is a clear upgrade over an aging Patrick Chung and is even capable of filling Chung's role in the return man role, standing at a massive 6'3 and running a 4-4-40. He is a monster and will have an immediate impact on the Patriots defense. Did the Patriots as a whole get better though? No. They've had too many opt-outs, too much turnover. But they have not fallen off a cliff as many speculate they would. The Patriots will win a respectable 9 games and sneak into the playoffs as a 7th seed. Or they're just going to wind up tanking for Trevor and terrorizing the league for another two decades. <laughs> as much as I want the Patriots to succeed because I want to see Cam Newton prove the doubters wrong, make the playoffs, I don't want to hear people calling for Stidbum or have them to say that have the opportunity to say that can't sign a Cam Newton was a poor decision. I had the Patriots making the playoffs at first before I took a second look at my predictions, but their schedule is just too difficult. It's not because they're so bad. It's not because they've had so many opt-outs. While that's part of it when they're playing such a difficult schedule, that's not the main reason they won't be making the playoffs. The main reason they won't be making the playoffs is because of their schedule. They have to play the Bills twice, the reigning Super Bowl champs, the Seahawks, the Ravens, the 49ers, an improved Cardinals team. Their schedule is not easy. I think their offense will be much better than expected. They were 7th in scoring last year. For all the shit they take for having no receiving core, they were 7th in scoring offense. And they now have a more dynamic playmaker quarterback. Yes, Cam Newton is going to be better than Tom Brady. Last time he was healthy, we went over this when Cam Newton signed with the Patriots, but he was elite underneath. He had a 67% completion percentage. He will be able to run the offense. It just comes down to their schedule, and I have them going 9-7, and seven, and due to some type of weird tie or whatever, they're going to be the 8th seed and narrowly miss the playoffs for me. I mean, I have real trouble saying anything that plays in the AFC East has a tough schedule. They get four cupcake wins every year, although with the Patriots, they're probably going to lose a game to the Dolphins, so three cupcake wins. Then they get to play both. Both LA teams who are apparently in rebuild or free fall but and they get to play the Denver Broncos at home so I'm not gonna say oh the Patriots schedule is ridiculous they've got a few tough opponents they're gonna lose some games but they're gonna win on the road and I think they're just going to barely sneak in some tiebreaker voodoo stuff Bill Belichick will outthink the league yet again but it's finally going to happen a team not named the Patriots is going to win the AFC East and that team is the Miami Ducks no, just kidding. It's the Bills. One of the best teams in the NFL last year, in my opinion, got better. They added Josh Norman, a defender who is capable of being elite, to pair with Tredavious White, the second best cornerback in the NFL. On offense, 
They added Stephon Diggs, an elite wide receiver, to pair with John Brown to make their air rates substantially better. And a young Josh Allen is going to continue to develop and take strides forward. If he improves his accuracy, which it looks like he will based off his gradual progression over the past few years and the addition of Diggs, this team will be a scary, scary team to face. The Bills will go 12-4 and four and wind up as a two-seed in the AFC. I hold many of the same sentiments as Isaiah. I'm not that big of a fan of the Bills, though. Isaiah likes the way they play football because they pound the rock. They don't pass the ball. And I think the Bills are set to cause real damage this year. Like Isaiah said, they've improved all over their roster. They were only 24th in total yards last year. 26th in passing yards and when you add a top 15 to 20 receiver and Stephon Diggs I know John Brown was really good last year a thousand yards but he's no Stephon Diggs when you add him to your roster your passing game uh, different plays you're going to be able to call with him on your roster it just changes dramatically if Josh Allen can throw an accurate pass eclipse 60% passing percentage. They will be lethal through the air. It'll make their offense much more dynamic. Pair that with the second-ranked scoring defense last season. I have them finishing with a record of 11-5. I know it's only one game difference from their record last year, but they're going to look a lot better doing it. See, saying, oh, their offense was terrible last year, it feels a little bit misleading. I didn't say it was terrible. You said the, oh, they're this, that, they're bottom of the league. Oh, yeah, they're bad in offense. Well, they were pounding the rock, chewing the clock and stuff. Exactly. That's That's what their defense does. They are going to win close games and keep the score under 20 points. I don't think that's a sign of a weak offense. I think their offense was very effective in what it did last year. When they have to face teams who air it out and pass line can expose their defense like the Texans in the playoffs, that could be an issue. But then again, Josh Norman helps with that issue. The Bills are going to be a real team and contenders in the AFC for years to come. But speaking of someone who we thought was going to lead a team to be a real contender, have the Jets done anything to help Sam Darnold yet? They drafted an offensive tackle who may not be game ready but is a physical freak in the first round. Is that really that helpful? They've lost their best playmaker on defense who is capable of giving the offense the ball back. Is losing your best playmaker on the defensive side of the ball going to help Sam Darnold when he's going to have the ball less? It's not. The Jets are going to continue to struggle, and Sam Darnold is going to continue to show flashes of greatness while being completely awful the rest of the time. But hey, at least he has the security blanket of Frank Gore to cry into when the Jets go 3-13 and <laughs> and Adam Gase gets fired. I mean, you really gotta feel bad for Jets fans at this point. They probably no, thought... Don't. They might have thought they were heading in the right direction when going 7-9, but that is simply not the case. Their front office just got rid of their best player on defense. When you have a player who had six sacks for your team from the safety position and you traded him away, best box safety in the NFL, a major reason their run defense was so good was because they had Jamal Adams. Yes, the Jets added Mekhi Becton and they added Denzel Mims in the second round to help out at receiver for Sam Darnold. But that's Fun not fact, just- Adam Gase had not seen him run routes at all until practice. He had no experience with Mims. Tells you a lot about the front office coaching relationship. Yeah, it's not not the best. They're not well run. There's not a good relationship. Hopefully for Jets fans, Adam Gase gets out of there soon. And I don't think Sam Darnold is going to be able to take the next step until Adam Adam Gase gets out of there. I have the Jets doing it slightly better. I think they're going to go 4-12 and next year, ever I so slightly. I just don't think Sam Darnold's ever going to be able to take that step. His first three years in the league have been wasted. So pretty much he's not going to be able to compete or change. He's going to wind up like a better version of Josh Rosen. But speaking of Josh Rosen's former team. <laughs> the transitions! The Miami Dolphins successfully tanked for Tua. Now what? The Dolphins aren't sure what they're going to do at the quarterback position now. Do they start Tua Tungavaloa? 
make the fans happy, risk injuring him, but maybe, just maybe, have a winning season for the first time in a while? Or do they ride with Ryan Fitzpatrick, a proven veteran quarterback who isn't going to win you 10 games, but he's going to play fairly well, he's going to get you in some games, he's going to have one or two netty games a year, and he's going to make fans sort of happy but you're still going to lose. And it's a tough decision. I feel bad for the Dolphins coaching because by week two, after they get blown out for the second time, the fans are going to be screaming to put Tua in and he just isn't ready. He's has an injury risk. I think he needs more time to mature. Fitzpatrick's a great guy to uh, coach him through that process, but the fan pressure and the ownership pressure to put Tua in is going to be immense. Regardless of if Tua plays or not, this team isn't going to be able to compete with the Bills and the Patriots just yet, not to mention the Chiefs, Seahawks, and 49ers all of whom the Dolphins are going to have to play. Brian Flores is a good coach who's putting good changes and a good system into Miami, but they're still not ready to compete yet. The Dolphins will be 7-9 and and miss the playoffs. I know it's a big thing to assume because it's the Dolphins, but I, when I was going through my predictions, I just kind of assumed that Fitzmagic would be taking snaps from next year, I, and I went through with predicting just based off that. They had the worst defense last year, but when you add Byron Jones, Kyle Van Noy, Emmanuel Ogba, Shaq Lawson, they've and they also add a bunch of defensive pieces in the draft. That's going to help so much on that end. They won five games last year with the worst defense in the NFL. I think when you add the pieces together, you still have Fitz magic. Their offense isn't that much different. I have them also getting to a record of 7-9. and nine. I mean, Flores is a Belichick disciple. We've seen how those can and can't work out. Case in point, the Texans, who have a decent coach but a terrible general manager. But... Flores is going to be all about the defense. I understand the draft picks and the defense and the free agents. I just don't think they're going to be able to take the next step until they hammer down the quarterback position. That has been our thoughts on the AFC East. Let us know what you think down in the comments below. Like, share, subscribe. Send us your firstborn child, all that good stuff. See you next time.